Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. To find out more, point your browser to www.princubator.com or look us up at Annika Jackson PR. Welcome back to this week's episode of Your Brand Amplified. I'm your host, Annika Jackson of Annika PR, and I am here with my sweet, smart, courageous friend, Rita Hicks, who is the founder of GotSpot. Rita, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I always love our conversations. I love talking to you. I, you know, as you know, I was in a different entrepreneurship journey when you and I met and you were just starting Godspot. So I really want you to share your story because you do have your day job. And I think that's a struggle a lot of entrepreneurs have, right? You have the thing that provides your self and your family with a steady gig, steady income, things that you love to do and are passionate about, but then you have these other things that you want to accomplish, which you can only do by becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I, um, I have a good friend in the entrepreneurship space. Uh, on, I have a good friend in the entrepreneurship space. Uh, his name is Todd Connor and he coined the phrase third shift entrepreneur. And I, I love that a because it gave me a word a phrase to use for myself, and also because it kind of encapsulates so many people's journey. People who have not only a day job but also family, which is really the second, shift, right? Kids, <laughs> right. home, you know, significant others, um, and then third shift is that other thing that I do for whatever reasons I feel motivated to do that. So I'm a third shift entrepreneur, and I also have jokingly, although not so jokingly referred to myself over the years as an accidental entrepreneur Mm. because I, there was never a point where I thought, you know, I would really like to start some kind of business. Like I was a happy lawyer for, you know, over a decade, a happy lawyer. I know that sounds weird, but so it is, but I am also um, a problem solver. And there was a particular problem that presented itself to me at the nexus point of two communities I care about where I thought, you know, that's a problem I think maybe I can solve, Mm. maybe I should solve. And that desire to solve that problem is really where my company came from. So I, um, my company GotSpot is a real estate technology and it basically operates like an Airbnb, but for helping businesses that have space, make that space available for rental by businesses that need space, but either can't afford their own lease or don't have a good business reason to keep a lease. They really just need space for very targeted business opportunities, and they're happy to pay for it when they use it. And it's kind of interesting, the journey that brought me to that problem set. One piece of it is during the course of that decade as a happy lawyer, I worked a lot in bankruptcy law. Mm-hmm. And I could, over the years, saw so many really great local businesses come and go because their receipts didn't keep up with their rent. Mm-hmm. And that's a really terrible reason to lose a great local business. It's also a really just systemic problem, right? Like 
rental costs what it does. Even a really great landlord has only a certain degree of flexibility before giving a tenant a break on rent affects other businesses on the block. Yeah. So rent is what it is. And, you know, foot traffic just fluctuates. And, you know, the ability to find other ways to make money in your business as a brick and mortar is a continuing problem. And I knew this because of how many businesses <laughs> I've worked with over the years that had that problem. Wow. At the same time, you know, I, mar- I married into the military in, um, in 2009 and um, sir- my husband served for a number of years. I got very involved in the military spouse space. And um, it might sound odd, but one in three military spouses are what I call portable entrepreneurs. It means they have a, a hustle that must be portable because the DOD might call you tomorrow and say, you're moving from San Diego to Boise. Good luck. Yeah. And so even though spouses generally are very highly educated, they don't, it's hard for them to get jobs because their resume looks like Swiss cheese, but they want to contribute and they want to use their skills. So they make businesses, businesses that can never have a storefront. So they live or die by their ability to find local space. So to me, that business that needs to find new sources of revenue and that business that needs to find space to borrow looked like two problems that could solve each other with the right alignment. And that's where my business came from. No, I love that. And also thinking through, um, I mean, any, any person who's going through a life change, right, that needs a space for their business. And so you took a problem that was particular to what you saw right in front of you, but is applicable to so many. Yeah, that's right. Because I mean, military spouse is one example, but there are so many kinds of trailing spouses, you know, energy, medicine, (laughs) academia, you know, one partner has a job that requires them to be able to move. So the other partner has to figure it out. Mm. And even when you take the necessity away, there are lots and lots of businesses making the choice not to take on overhead. And that's for-profit and nonprofit, right? You have this whole gig economy where people don't take on space unless they need it for a specific opportunity. You also have a large and growing um, subset of the nonprofit community where just donors don't want to pay overhead anymore. Mm. So they don't keep offices, but they need space for board meetings and volunteer events and fundraisers. And my goal is to help facilitate all that traffic into, you know, main street. So businesses are helping each other. And I imagine that I want you to walk us through God spot as a model a little bit more, but just knowing you, um, and knowing what the product is, I'm jumping ahead already. <laughs> to, just thinking about now people are starting, post-COVID, people are starting to have to go to back to work a little bit and doing a hybrid model. But again, not every company, even Facebook, doesn't want to have, or Meta, I guess now, um, doesn't necessarily want to have everybody coming back to the office. You know, I have friends who work there and they are now just completely work from home. But there are companies that want the hybrid model without necessarily the high overhead expense. So they're also looking for spaces. Yeah, I think there are so many opportunities on both sides of that equation, right? Like businesses, a lot of very large businesses locked in 10-year leases before the Mm -hmm. pandemic. And guess what? In many cases, they're stuck with those 10-year leases. Um, But to the extent that they want to offer a more flexible model to their own employees, 
you know, it's super easy to take a piece of your footprint and say, okay, this we're going to make available to entrepreneurs or this we're going to make available to nonprofits or startups or whomever they want to power in their own communities and then offer it out as a service that they can generate some revenue on or not um, based on who they want to invite into their space. Um, I also have seen some businesses get to the place where like they, they want their teams to have, feel free to be virtual, but they also appreciate that sometimes home is not a conducive environment to work. Mm. So they're actually providing co-working allowances. And that might be, oh, I'm going to let my employees get a WeWork membership. But I think what probably makes more sense is, oh, I'm going to provide an allowance. So, you know, employee A, B, or C can go to whatever place they have nearby them where they can borrow a desk and have the budget to pay for that. That's really, I think, um, the kind of traffic that I can help facilitate because there are some businesses that will want to take advantage of that, either co-working locations or people who just have their own office footprints that might be convenient to where people live and they want to invite people into that space. And, you know, for the, even for the people, and I, this is me, I'm a remote worker for my day job. I still like to drop into an office every now and then for a change of scenery for some community <laughs> and sometimes for some quiet because I've got little <laughs> and when they're home, I get nothing done. Otherwise. <laughs> so I think that there's a whole lot of opportunity to say, okay, here's our place in the built environment. How can we leverage it for our employees, for the community, you know, in a way that makes monetary sense. And then on the flip side, okay, how can I take this amount of money that I want to dedicate to my business and use it smartly in the spaces that are going to help my business grow the fastest? Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to become a renter or have space on Godspot, what does that process look like? So you, um, you can visit our website, www.gotspotinc.com. And um, it's very easy to make an account. And then you can, if you have space, you can create listings. Um, it's a super easy walkthrough process, but we also have people standing by to help. If anybody gets stuck building a listing, it's very similar to the process of building a listing on like an Airbnb or a Verbo. Um, you can set the days and times that you want to make it available, set your rates. You can subdivide space if you have different, you know, nooks and crannies that can be separately mm -hmm. usable. And then, um, there's a, the transaction piece of it is powered by Stripe. And that was really important to me. I don't store anyone's bank account or credit card information in my site. It's all handled through a secure third party. Um, so it doesn't cost anything at all to create listings. And then if you are looking for space, you can go to www.gotspotinc.com and you can search by zip code, by type of space. You can just browse listings to see what's available. Um, right now we are in a couple of Texas markets, but I'm very interested in expanding. I would really love to see God's be a tool to build connected business communities and all kinds of different, mm -hmm. um, communities in the country. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So as an, as an accidental entrepreneur or <laughs> a, a third shift entrepreneur, what are some of the, what's the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess, like, what are some of the things that you wish you'd known when you started? And what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself that are like aha moments or really positive? Oh, goodness. <laughs> you don't have enough time. Loaded for question. All, <laughs> all of the potholes, all of the missteps. I think, um, you know, first and foremost, 
reaching out into the ecosystem where you are to figure out what resources are available to you and um, and getting connected to those resources is really important. Most communities have, you know, small business associations or small business development councils, lots of local ecosystem resources that are designed to help people who want to build businesses. Um, I, I would, if I could go back, reach out to those just sooner to get connected to some things that could have helped me short circuit some of the research and homework and all that went into starting the business in the first place. The other thing I think is really important is just getting out into the network of people that um, love and respect you and want to see you succeed and be talking about what you're doing. Um, This is what I'm trying to build. This is the kind of help I need. This is my, you know, vision for my business. Um, Originally, I was given what I think is really bad advice, which is you should keep what you're building really close to your best. Mm. And if you're in biomed tech and you're innovating some new revolutionary drug that you're going to need to patent, I think that's probably really good advice. But for anything else, I think you know, it's, it's been thought of before, right? There's nothing new under the sun. It's all in the execution. And so it's much better to be out in the market, talking about what you're doing, asking for the help that you need, um, reaching out to the people that can connect you to a customer you're looking for, or the person that can help you understand the market. Um, that's, that is really, really powerful because it helps you remember just how many people want you to succeed. Yeah. And it helps you um, build those reciprocal relationships because, you know, I'm always a little bit hesitant to ask. One of my mentors told me, well, that's insulting to the people that you have helped who want to help you back in return. So you have, you can't, you can't, um, be afraid to ask for what you need because then people will be afraid to ask you for things when they need them. And I think that's really, really exceptional advice, particularly for women, because we hate to be an inconvenience, but you know what? <laughs> Among our friends and the people who want us to see whatever an inconvenience, people who can say yes to you will say yes to you. You know, and that's one of the laws of abundance, too. I've been like listening to books about the Abundance Project and just things like that, too, just to make sure I'm being open to opportunities. And part of it is being is reciprocal, right? Being open to we love to give, but you also have to be open to receiving. And, and that is hard for us to do. And, but I've been finding the more I do that and voice, even if I, it's just me in the car driving and I'm like, I'm going to be doing blah, 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 blah. It's working somehow or other, right? I, I'm getting that energy of people who want to engage with me in that way. And that's a really good point. As entrepreneurs, we often think we're alone. We have to do it ourselves, but it, everything takes a village and um, being able to, continue those connections. I mean, we met in Houston. I'm no longer there, but I love the fact that we're still connected and I want to see you succeed. And I, I mean, even I was in Hawaii last week for a client project and I was thinking to myself, I wish that I had got spot here on Oahu because I'm looking for a specific kind of space that we want to rent for this project. And I don't, you know, I found, finally found a couple places, but, um, if I had a God spot, it would have been a lot easier. So, you know, um, 
that I think that's the thing that motivates. We were talking um, before we started recording about how hard it is sometimes to stay motivated as an entrepreneur. But I think the thing that motivates me is how critical connection is. Because it's all there. That perfect space you needed was there. Yeah. The challenge was how to get you connected to it efficiently, how to get, you know, person A connected to space B efficiently, or how to help that, that you know, space C that really, really needs more foot traffic get connected to the opportunity to bring in fresh eyeballs into their mm-hmm. space. And, you know, I think my, at the core, what I am is a connector. And it's because I, you know, we originally met in that civic leadership space. I hook, line, and sinker have bought into the notion that connection is how everyone grows faster. Yeah. Um, and particularly when you can help people find the right connections quickly, the kind of connections that are going to be mutually beneficial and a good business experience. That's what keeps me going is that like, what does it look like to help people get more connected faster to the things they need to grow? Um, and it gets back to what I was saying before, which is that like, it's so important as an entrepreneur to be seeking that kind of connection and also to be, you know, making yourself available as that kind of connection where it makes sense for you. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned Godspot is available in Texas currently in a couple of cities. What is next for you and for Godspot? So we, um, you know this because we've known each other forever, but the original GotSpot platform, I built myself out of WordPress and duct tape. Never, ever hire a lawyer to build a website for you. (laughs) But one bright silver lining out of the pandemic is we actually received a grant to replace that Amazing. That platform with a new piece of technology powered by Google Maps that can go anywhere. Wow. So we are in Houston, where I'm based, but now we've also started looking at other markets to, you know, put a lot of resource behind and sort of build nuclei for connection. We launched in Wichita Falls, Texas, um, two weeks ago, uh, which is very close to Shepard Air Force Base. It's one of the NATO air bases based in Texas. I'm deeply passionate about making sure that the military affiliated business community is powered by Godspot. But we're looking at all kinds of different communities, big and small. What I love about Houston versus Wichita Falls is they're fundamentally different. So the third largest, you know, city in the country, and then a city of 40 million, 40,000 people. Um, They're completely different, but that's wonderful because, you know, what, what it shows you is you can find really solid business connections everywhere. So we are a tool for any business anywhere that wants to try making itself available to the business community for more use. And in turn, what I hope is we build a really powerful resource for those mobile entrepreneurs that can go mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. to get connected into the business communities where they are right now. I love that. That's right there. Like that line is your motto. <laughs> <laughs> it is because, you know, people, there are some businesses built to stay in a place and there are some businesses built to move around yeah. and Recently, a lot of the marketing hype has been around how that digital economy and the main street economy are at odds. And I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that is just a misalignment. And with realignment, you can see those two economies really help each other grow. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Rita, what else would you like to share with our audience today? 
Oh, I mean, I think the last thing I might say, because where we started this conversation is it has been a really rough, you know, past 18 months to two years for most of us, you know, a handful of entrepreneurs just by nature of their business have really seen explosive growth in the pandemic. And that's wonderful. But for most of us, it has been a time in the crucible <laughs> really has. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the la- the most important thing I could maybe leave everyone with is grace, extend mm-hmm. it to yourself, extend it to your team, extend it to your broader community. Cause you know, it's been a slog. It probably will be for a little while. Um, but it's okay. We can yeah. still grow. We can still figure it out. We can still move forward, but I think grace is going to be really important. Um, and I think the most important piece of it is really grace to yourself. Like if you need a day to take a deep breath and not focus on your business, I give you permission because <laughs> what keeps us all sane and re-energizes us for the next day when it's time to buckle down. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then lastly, do you have a favorite quote? Um, I do. It's not from entrepreneurship, but I think it applies. Um, you know, I work a lot in the, in the voter education space. And when we talk about how to educate voters, we say the best kind of voter is one with strong opinions loosely held. But I think that's true for entrepreneurs, too, that it's good to have strong opinions loosely held because it's really good to know I want to go here. But it's also really good to be open to the idea that there might be a better way to get there Mm -hmm. or that there might be a better destination for the journey that you have in mind. Mm -hmm. So I would say always have strong opinions loosely held. Oh, I love that. And that is a mic drop right there. Rita, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Again, to our listeners, you can go to gotspotinc.com website and on social media to follow along, to learn how to get involved. And thank you for listening to another week of Your Brand Amplified. I'll be back again next. Want more tips and tricks? Check us out online at www.annikapr.com on social media at Annika Jackson PR, or join our three-month PR Incubator Bootcamp for small businesses via www.princubator.com.